Is it the beginning of a price war? Uh, that's what we are asking as uh, some automakers begin to cut prices. And I should remind you that this is Tuesday, time for Mobility Makers, brought to you by Bridgestone. No matter what the next generation of mobility will be, it will be on wheels, and Bridgestone will be there. Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. It wasn't that long ago that auto dealers, some of them, were adding to the MSRP for EVs out there, taking advantage of a shortage of EVs, especially the F-150 Lightning electric pickup. Well, yesterday, Ford announced that it is cutting the price on the F-150 Lightning by a lot. Let's bring in Paul Eisenstein, the main man, the grand poobah at <laughs> thedetroitbureau.com. Keep the V in there when you're punching that into the, the web address. Paul, good morning to you. Hey, good morning to be with you. Uh, st- sticker prices. This is kind of sticker shock in reverse, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it lovely? Uh, now, you, you, you brought up two things. So first of all, uh, one of the reasons we're seeing fewer and fewer uh, dealers add to the MSRP is because the semiconductor chip shortage is largely over. And, and that means that production is back up. They have a lot of product in the showroom. They can't uh, basically say, hey, uh, I have another buyer who'll want this if you don't. Uh, if anything, we're actually seeing a rise of incentives. Not much, but a little bit, which is certainly making a lot of people happy. Now, when you get to the EVs, you're right. There is a price war brewing because there's more of the EVs being made. And the, in many cases, incentives have gone away because of the Inflation Reduction Act. So now, all of a sudden, dealers and the factory have to price according to what the market will bear. So talk to me about the amount. Of, I, I, with, with what I'm seeing here, all versions of the F-150 Lightning, they're being cut between 6000 to $9,900, so almost a $10,000 uh, slice off of the, the, the high-end model. But that takes the base version from 60000 to under 50000 for the base of the base. Yep. yep, yeah, it's really nice. Now, remember that Ford had gone the other way. Uh, they increased the prices on the F-150 Lightning several times because there was so much demand, they thought they could get away with it. Uh, and, and there really was. They... They tooled up the factory in Dearborn uh, alongside the regular F-150 plant to produce about 25000 a year. Uh, they actually had enough demand that they realized they had to retool that plant to go up to about $150,000. they will be at that what they call run rate by the end of this year. But sales have actually slowed down a little bit, partially due to economy, partially due to raising the prices too much, on and on and on. Uh, that's some of the reason. Uh, another reason they can afford to cut, they're getting more efficient, and prices for some of the raw materials like lithium have come back down again after going to insane peaks last year. So you're right, nearly $10,000, uh, and they have to because not only uh, is the market shifting, but there's also a lot of competition coming. Chevy's going to be out there with the pickup shortly, an EV pickup, and guess what? They rolled out the first Tesla Cybertruck the other day. Wow. Hey, Paul, uh, you, so with these price cuts, uh, $6,000 to $10,000, that's great. But does that also mean like when I when I order my, my custom F-150 Lightning, I, I'll get it a little quicker? 
Um, you should be able to get them a little bit quicker. I think dealers now actually have some in stock, at least in some areas. So that's that's certainly good news. Uh, as you probably know, I have an F-150 Lightning. Luckily, I got it very early on before the original price hikes. Uh, so I probably am, would be paying about the same price now uh, as I did uh, back in August of last year. Uh, yeah, I had to wait months to get mine, and I was on the line early. But you got uh, it loaded. I, I mean, fuzzy dice and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Diamond in the back, yeah. on the rooftop. Yeah, but those but those dice glow at night. <laughs> They're they electrified. Um, so I got to ask you though, and I mean, Lloyd raises an interesting point about the time to deliver, um, and and with these price cuts. First of all, what does that do to the anticipated earnings and perhaps profit sharing checks? And also, when you look at the growing glut of unsold EVs. For other automakers in other sectors, does it mean that we got out in front of our skis and over-anticipated demand? Uh, you know, you've got to be so careful in analyzing what's happening in the EV market. It's easy to figure out the wrong thing, uh, partially because, you know, it's so politicized right now. Uh, the reality is it's an early market, and we had way too low production to meet demand. And Demand continues up. If you look at the sales numbers, in some cases they've slowed. Ford saw a little bit of a slowdown. But the market as a whole, the EV sales are up, what, 50% yeah. this year. Well, and we should point uh, out that we're the, the more moderately priced EVs, you know, the, the Chevy Equinox that's supposed to come in under 30K, that has yet to arrive. And when it does, that could change the landscape as well because that's going to jumpstart a different portion yeah, of the market. Yeah, basically what we saw was manufacturers had much too little production capacity for a growing market, and now they're racing to get prepared, so they're going to have a little overproduction, and it's going to catch up. The market is going to catch up with it. Uh, remember that in 2019, not all that long ago, right, EVs accounted for less than 1% of the U.S. new vehicle market. It has risen to over 7% this year and is continuing to grow. But manufacturers are all racing to get into it. So you're going to have times when demand's going to get ahead of production and production's going to get ahead of demand. It's going to go back and forth as the market evolves over the next few years. Don't overread into it the fact that right now there's a little more production capacity. Manufacturers are just catching up uh, and the market's continuing to grow. Paul, are you confident in the infrastructure when it comes to, you know, the chargers and charging stations and having enough for people who uh, get EVs? Uh, for, for right now, the, the infrastructure is weak. Not horrible. It's weak. But it's starting up. We're, again, at a, at a low stage. A lot of people are acting like, hey, why isn't the infrastructure ready for the type of sales we're going to have in 2030? Well, the infrastructure has to go grow to support those EVs, just like production capacity has to increase. Right. Uh, the, the, the deals everybody has done with Tesla, accessing the Tesla supercharger, will suddenly provide a lot more places to plug in. Uh, the, the existing companies, EVgo, Electrify America, and so on, are putting in thousands and thousands of new chargers every week. So if you if you have a, a trip from point A to point B that may be hard to find a charger this week, by the mm -hmm. end of the year mm -hmm. it may be easier. By next year it definitely will be be easier. And by 2030, when when you go from seven or eight percent of the market to 30, 40, 50 percent of the market, you're going to see chargers absolutely everywhere. 
I'm at my cottage right now in Pinckney, Michigan. This charger's downtown in Little Pinckney. Oh, yeah. Wow, it's, yeah. Well, and, and let's be clear, too, Paul, the, the, the infrastructure that for most consumers, the, 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 the top line infrastructure is going to be in your own garage. Right. Exactly. Eighty to 90 percent of people charge. Yeah. And every day you wake up. I plugged in last night. I'm going to go out to the car this morning and I'm going to have 300 miles of range. How many people listening have a full tank of gas? They have to run over there. Uh, I haven't had to use a charger, an external high-speed charger more than twice since I got the vehicle in August. All right. Uh, Paul, thanks for the perspective on the changing marketplace, uh, maybe swinging in the consumer's favor, at least for now, with Ford knocking up to $10,000 off the sticker price of the F-150 Lightning. Enjoy your time in Pinckney. Thanks. Good to be with you. All right. 644 on JR Morning. When we come back, a really great opportunity for the dads, moms, granddads, grandmothers to express their gratitude for having healthy grandchildren and healthy children. That's next on JR Morning.